Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. My name is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. If you want more information on what you're hearing today, either during the show or after, please give me a call at 405-760-5863. And go check us out on our online uh, at our website, which is mcguirecap.com. So that's M-C-G-U-I-R-E. CAP.com. If you're on that website, you can scroll down to the bottom. You can check out my past shows, hit the radio tab. And uh, also you can, you know, we're on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts, Amazon Music. You can uh, subscribe there and make sure that you hear our, all of our shows or listen to some past ones. Um, here you're going to, uh, here you are, you're finally retired and this is what you've worked so hard for all of your life. No more mind-numbing bumper-to-bumper commutes. No more that 9 p.m. dinners at the office. No more early-in-the-morning emails demanding that you respond immediately. You have the world in the palm of your retired hand, and thanks to all of that hard work you've done through the years in a dose of a little bit of financial discipline, you have a flow of income arriving every single month in retirement. Now that sounds pretty good, right? But then, yeah, yeah. but then, uh, you know, some seemingly, let's say normal afternoon, you're kicking back and just enjoying the retirement. You head to the mailbox expecting a, one of your checks to come in uh, from the investments that you've made and you discover a letter from the I R S. Oh, <laughs> I hate those initials uh, informing you of what, that there's an issue with one of your retirement accounts. So today's episode, we're going to discuss how many different kinds of retirement income are taxed, uh, that hopefully that you're going to feel more confident, understanding your financial strategy and understanding that everything's squared away and you understand taxes. But before we get too far along, you've already heard his voice. I want to welcome my right hand, the man always that has my back, <laughs> Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. Yeah, is it a pat or a slap on the back? I well, don't know. It just but, depends. Uh, or a push. Sometimes a push. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, we could talk about your uh, pond exploits. Boy, you posted on your social media page a really good picture of your that pond, a small lake you've built out there. <laughs> and, uh, and of course I had to be a little facetious and poke fun. And I said, is this where you sunk the boat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I deserve that ribbing. I deserved it. I, uh, oh. I, uh, I hear in the background Coco. So folks, you get to hear, hear my, uh, <laughs> that's my umbrella cockatoo. It's cause right here in the McGuire capital radio studio, we have a cockatoo and a little wiener dog. So you, you will probably hear both of them during the show. 
Hey, that reminds me. Well, boy, he is very vocal. Uh, that re- that reminds me, Tony. He heard you talking about him. He heard his name. He did. Yeah, I'm gonna have. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, what our listeners might not know, Michael, is that the umbrella cockatoo is native to the Bull and Bear Studio. <laughs> yes, he he definitely is. It is a native species there. <laughs> he definitely so is. That's, that's that's important to note. But, uh, Michael, before we jump into our topic today, which is a good one, you want to know how your retirement will be taxed. Nobody likes talking about taxes, but if you can talk about minimizing the tax burden, that's the big part. That's the good part. But first, what have you been up to? Well, you know, uh, the same old, same old, but when you mentioned <laughs> the Facebook uh picture that I had and brought that up, it brought to me in mind a story that I want to relay today. You know, I often talk about my mom and, and this is a story about my dad and, uh, my dad also enjoyed a pond. He had a pond on, on our farm. And, uh, you know, my dad, Tony was not afraid to pull a cork every once in a while and he loved to fish. And, uh, so one day my grandmother relayed this story to me. Um, my grandmother loved to fish too. She fished almost every day. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And so dad and her went out to the farm pond and she said, Mike, your dad was a little tipsy and he decided that he was going to climb out or walk out on a log. And now my dad was from Comanche, Texas, and his nickname was Comanche. And uh, she said, Comanche, I don't think you should go out on that log. And he said, and he said, Irene. I know exactly where I need to throw my line and I've got to get on this log. So dad inched on out on that log and sure enough, it broke and down he goes. And my grandmother was right there behind him. And unlike me, dad had a full head of hair and he, my grandmother grabbed him by the top of his head cause he went all the way down and pulled him back out. And, uh, you know, the moral to that story is if you've got somebody by your side, it's great. And sometimes you feel more confident, but don't go out on a limb if your financial advisor is telling you not to do something in retirement. And so when you relay the pond story, I guess, I guess I come from it naturally. I, I, I love the pond. It, 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 there's another, another little thing my grandmother told me about my dad. Um, one of those days that he was out on the pond by himself at this point, and he might or might not have, uh, uh, pulled the cork a little bit that day and, uh, nobody had heard from him. And back in those days, they didn't have uh, cell phones. You know, my dad died in 1975. And uh, so this would have been sometime before then. My grandmother told me many stories about my dad, which I always loved hearing. <laughs> but she said, Mike, we got, I got in the car and I went out to the farm. And sure enough, he's in the center on his little rowboat, passed out in the middle of the pond. And so she said, I couldn't let him stay out there. So she grabbed her rod and threw and hooked onto that boat (laughs) and and inched it with a little, (laughs) who knows what pound test line it was, but got him over to the side. So I guess I come by, uh, uh, not, not the drinking because that's just not who I am, but, um, I do come by the love of love of water and, and, and the little pond thing. (laughs) And, and, you know, my dad, my dad was eighth grade educated, and, I, and I've I've talked about this, and and uh, but what he lacked in education, he made up in intelligence, 
and kindness. You know, in 1965, I was born in 66. My dad had the largest payroll in Garvin County. He had 200 men that worked for him. And back then he had a net worth of $2 million in 1965. That was a lot of money. Oh, from, wow. From that is a very, lot of money in 1965. 1965. Very humble beginnings. Dad was boom bust. Hey, he's in the oil field. And, uh, uh, but, um, I, I, uh, I reaped the benefit of what my dad sowed into people because roll the clock forward. And, and when now I'm a young man that, uh, has graduated and I, uh, sorry, I get emotional thinking about this, but I roll the clock forward and I, I, uh, am, am meeting with the client, the first big check that a client gave me, it was $300,000. And, uh, I went to Arville's and his wife's house and, and she said with her hand shaking as she gave me that check to invest for him. She says, Michael, I'm giving you this because of your father. Oh, and gosh, I'm, I'm sorry. My emotions run. Sorry. Um, no, that's all. That's all right. That's so she, that's wow. She said, you know, we were young and me and Arville went, went to your dad's company, M and M construction and he needed a job. And so here I am with our three kids and my husband. We pull in. Not only did your dad give him a job, which he worked for your dad for many years, your dad came out and wanted to meet me and the kids. Mm. And he said, look, those kids look hun hungry. I want you to go to Goodner's grocery store, and I want you to get all the groceries you want and put it on my tab and tell them that I sent you. So the moral of that for me is what you sow, you do reap. And so, yeah. sorry, I'm emotional thinking about my dad, but no, that's, that's understandable. I want to tell you that, that when we do things, we have no idea, you know, how far that goes. So, you know, that was several, couple of decades you know from the time that i was in my early 20s and and picked up that check because of of what my dad did so wow. none of us are perfect and and i'm certainly not perfect but i try to do the right thing and i yeah. try to I, I keep that story in my back of my mind yeah. because i look at my children and i want to make sure that i help people yeah yeah. And, uh, wow. Talk about paying it forward and what a wonderful person your father must've been. I wish I could have met him and known him, but, um, isn't it amazing how <clears throat> the impact someone like your father could have could positively affect you so many years, so many years. even, yeah. even long after he was gone, his impact is still being felt. And, uh, and his helping others is, is, uh, you know, you reap what you sow and his family is benefiting from that, from his kindness. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's what we want to do because our, our time here is short. Uh, and if we make a positive impact, it really can carry on. And people think, Oh, that's just a trite thing to say, No, it's so uh, but, true. but the story you just told is proof that you want to do the right thing. You want to treat people with respect and help others every chance you can. Uh, because uh, of the impact it makes, the reverberation, it's like uh, like they say a butterfly flaps its wings on the other side of the earth, and it can change something here. 
uh, so true. A, a, a world away. So uh, I mean, it is amazing. So true. I yeah. I um, that story, a true story, uh, is proof of that. And yeah. I keep that in mind. You know, there's things that we do. I, I deal with money every day, but but money is not. You know, there are no uh, U-Hauls full of your money at your at your funeral behind your hearse. You're not taking that with you, but nope. we need it. It's 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 something a tool for our families to and for us to enjoy this life. This life's short, but I I never lose track of trying to learn about my families, trying to learn about who I'm helping and 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 what what their stories are, and what matters to them. Uh, my grandmother taught me uh, who never. You know, Granny never had a lot of money. Uh, my grandfather was chief of police of a town, and you know they didn't make much a lot of money. Uh, but what she taught me was love, and I feel like um, you know that's our purpose. And I pray that you know if you're listening to me that you're in a career that that you found something you love. The life's short. If you haven't, you need to find that. I've been so blessed that I still love what I do. Um, Man, Tony, I'm a I'm a big old sob story today. So I'll I'll, I'll jump into to uh, what our topic is, and um, you know uh, when you when we deal with with things that uh, in our retirement, um, our financial lives to make things easier, you need to understand taxes. You need to understand what you're investing in while you're working, and the repercussions or the benefits that those vehicles, those investment vehicles that you're using, what they're going to do for you in taxes um, and, or the impact they're going to have on taxes. So I read an article from Kiplinger and it said, Tony, how 13 types of retirement income gets taxed. I said, that's it. That's going to be a great part of the show. And so uh, it explains how many common sources of retirement income are taxed and what you can do with your financial strategies to uh, address your tax needs. So I encourage that people that I work with um, to view taxes like this. As your retirement date draws closer, you're likely to begin thinking about things like a dream vacation, you know, uh, finally learning how to scuba dive if that's something you want to do, or adventures you're going to have with those grandkids. And all that is great. But while planning for all those great things, you need to sit down with somebody like myself and a, your tax professional, whoever your CPA is or your bookkeeper, and we need to come up together with a tax strategy that'll give you more flexibility to enjoy all those things that's going to make your retirement fun, Tony. Well, there you go. And uh, that's that's what we all want, and that's the goal here. But we're going to talk today about how our listeners can achieve that. Uh, and one way they can do it is minimize the tax burden because, Michael, uh, we've talked before uh, on the show, and I think it bears repeating, you've often told me the three biggest expenses people will probably have in retirement are health care, taxes, and if they still have a mortgage, their mortgage or living payments, their living costs, right? Oh, absolutely. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And and all of those those three things – you need to be, hey, we, that's part of that financial planning, Tony, is to be aware of those and where you are. Is that house going to get paid off uh, when you hit retirement, or are you going to be close to doing that and eliminate that one? Um, what vehicles you have your money invested in, how's tax, how are they going to be taxed? So that article, it first focused on traditional 401ks and IRAs, 
And initially, these tax-deferred accounts, they're going to help reduce your taxable income, which is going to save you money during the current tax year that you're putting money into them, right? Savings, dividends, investment gains within these accounts are going to grow tax-deferred, uh, Tony. However, it's easy that you, to forget that eventually because all these years we're working and we're putting money in that 401k, we're enjoying that immediate tax deduction because we're putting money in there, Tony, that is before tax money. But eventually you got to keep in mind that when you do hit that retirement mark, when you start withdrawing instead of putting in, when you start withdrawing from those accounts, that money is going to be subject to taxes. Yeah, and that's where people get into trouble. They don't realize that they will have taxes in retirement. I think a lot of people think, hey, I'm not working, so I don't need to worry about taxes in retirement, right? But according to what you're saying, a lot of people um, you know, have 401ks and IRAs that are traditional that are pre-tax accounts. So when you pull it out, everything, not just the interest or the gains, but the principal, everything you take out, will be taxed at that ordinary income rate. Uh, and if you take it before you turn 59 and a half, you get hit with that penalty, right? That's correct. You know, the article notes that uh, you, you, can, you can postpone pulling money out, right? But you can't kick that can down the road forever because there's something called an RMD. That stands for Required Minimum Distribution. And, Tony, that begins when you hit age 73, so for folks that are listening, we just know that when you hit 73, those traditional 401ks and those IRAs that you, you've done the right thing by putting money into those, uh, you're going to have to, you're going to be forced to start pulling money out. Because if you don't, there's this pretty substantial, like 50% penalty for what you don't pull out that you should have. So um, <clears throat> now there are some, uh, some small um, exceptions for a little bit, those that work beyond age 72 may be able to delay those RMDs uh, from their current employer 401k plan until they are formally retired. So, uh, so as long as they don't own more, own more than 5% of the company, then you're going to be allowed to do that. But eventually, guess what? You are going to have to start paying on that. So uh, you must also note that the tax rate you're going to pay on a traditional 401k and IRA withdrawals is going to be taxed, Tony, at your ordinary uh, income rate. You know, I've heard people think that it's it it's uh, you get like a capital gains rate, which is a lower rate, but that's not true. So if you take money out, like you just mentioned, before you're 59 and a half, not only are you going to have to pay, uh, uh, you know, tax taxes on that money, you're going to have a 10% penalty for an early withdrawal. So we do definitely want to avoid that. Well, yeah. I mean, for me, the notion of having to fork over that 10% in penalties because of early withdrawals is more than enough to avoid that route unless I simply didn't have another choice and there's nothing else you can do. Uh, but you don't want to get yourself in that situation. And one great way to avoid ever being in that situation is to work with somebody like yourself, right? Absolutely. You know, um, I want to I want to talk about something called a Roth too, which are attractive to some people because why? Roth con contributions that you put in there are not tax deductible. So Tony, what you're doing is you're putting money from your paycheck that you, you're already going to pay taxes. So it's going to be reported as income, and you'll have to pay taxes. 
But that money that you're put in there is going to grow tax free, not tax deferred. So eventually when you do withdraw the money to, to live on in retirement, you get to enjoy no taxes. So I definitely encourage, encourage listeners to talk to me about Roths and, and, and how much you can put in those per year. And we'll, we'll, We'll help create when we do a financial plan for you. Part of that is our plan. Uh, there are a couple other things to consider with Roth IRAs. First, you must have your Roth IRA for at least five years, Tony, uh, prior to beginning your tax-free withdrawals. But that's that's something easy. We're going to this for retirement, and hopefully we get to do it early for you. Um, that tick ticker starts as soon as you deposit money into your account. So whether it's via contribution or you convert, you know, we can convert for you uh, your traditional IRAs into these Roths. So if you've got enough time before retirement, it's something you ought to talk to me about that we can take your traditional IRA and convert it. You'd have to pay taxes on it that year that we convert it. But then going forward, it will grow tax-free. So uh, secondly, while you may be able to withdraw the amount you contributed at any time, I want you to realize that um, from those traditional type um, uh, investments, that your own money coming out, if if it's in a Roth, is going to be tax-free. If... um, Tax, in most cases, you are required, though, that 59 and a half rules is still in effect, or you could be subject to a 10% penalty. So 59 and a half is true, whether it's traditional or, or a Roth. And uh, I would love to, if you don't really understand a Roth and how much money you can put into a Roth IRA and how much more catch-up money you can put in if you're over 50, Absolutely, you need to talk to me about it because it's one of the best things that you can do that the IRS has given us the the ability to legally avoid paying taxes on all that growth. Yeah, yeah. And you've talked a lot about Roths in the past and really stressed the uh, great benefits from utilizing a Roth. If people are in the situation to qualify to use a Roth, it can be an amazing vehicle for tax-free income in retirement as you've mentioned on previous shows and numerous times to me. So I think it is really important people explore that, but you need to work with a financial professional in order to see where you're at and what best suits your individual needs. Now, before we move on, I know I want I, we have a big topic coming up and that is taxes and social security. That's a yep, big one. It is. Uh, but before we get to that, let our listeners know how they can I get that appointment with you to figure out if they can utilize a Roth or what their financial picture needs to be looking like. Well, you bet. I would uh, love to have you give me a call. And my number is 405-760-5863. When you call that number, I'm going to be the person that answers. I believe that's just part of my makeup. I want to be the person that that answers you when you call. And uh, then I'll have my assistant brief ouch. I'll relay uh, that you called me and she'll reach out to you typically a a couple of days uh, within a couple of days and get you on my calendar. And so a phone call to me at 405-760-5863 will get you on my calendar and we will set up and have three appointments. First appointment is you getting to hear my whole story and me getting to hear your story. I want to know about you and your family, and I want to know what you're doing right now. So typically that first appointment, Tony, uh, there's absolutely no cost, by the way. 
uh, to sit down with me, and I want you to bring kind of what you're doing, 401k statements, retirement statements, savings accounts, brokerage firm statements, and I'm going to gather that up. I'm going to learn a little bit about you, a lot about you, and then I'm going to come back about a week later with a financial plan that we're going to set down, no obligation, no cost for that, and I'm going to put that plan in your hand and let you walk away with no pressure. And then I'll contact you a few days later and see if you'd like us to lock arms and implement that plan. So 405-760-5863, Michael McGuire, I'd look forward to your phone call. Get that consultation out of the way. Again, there's no charge and there's no obligation, but stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the Bull and Bear Show right after this. Retirement is more than newly discovered free time. It is also a time to reflect on how you will be remembered. Many people want to leave a legacy, whether they want to be remembered for an action, deed, or provision put in place for generations to come. Regardless of what your legacy goals are, it's important to make the proper arrangements now. Call McGuire Capital to find out how you can structure your retirement savings to help increase the value of your estate and create a legacy you want to leave. At McGuire Capital, our team can help you protect your legacy for loved ones, provide benefits for charities, and avoid excessive tax burdens. Call us at 405-760-5863 for your legacy planning needs. We will provide you a complimentary retirement income toolkit just for calling. Visit us at mcguirecap.com to learn more. That number again is 405-760-5863 or mcguirecap.com. Michael, a great show so far talking about how your retirement will be taxed and how to plan before you get in retirement for that and maybe uh, lower that or minimize that tax burden. Uh, that's a huge thing. We all want to do that, right? I mean, yes. we want to do that now as well as in retirement, but especially in retirement. And here's a big one. Uh, our next topic regarding taxes in retirement is social security. I wanted to ask you about this because I know because I've worked with you and you've talked about this, but a lot of our listeners may not know about taxes and social security. So what is the tax picture for social security? Yeah, let's kind of remove some of the mystery behind that. So while many social security recipients do not have to pay taxes on their benefits, some are going to have to, Tony. So it depends on their provisional income. So first of all, what in the world is provisional income? Well, it's your gross income <laughs> and uh, it, any tax-free interest that you might be receiving, and it's 50% of your Social Security benefit. So they're going to add all that together, and that is going to be what your provisional income is. So some people may have to uh, end up paying federal income tax on as much as 85% of their Social Security benefit, Tony. So, But don't panic too quick. You know, you've got to be making some money in retirement to do have to, have to be subject to taxes like that. So if your provisional income is less than 25,000 or if you're married, if it's less than 32,000, your social security benefits are going to be tax-free, Tony. So those people that fall in that income bracket are, are not going to have to pay income tax on that social security. If your provisional income is between $25,000 and $34,000 or between 32000 and 44, if you're a joint filer, as much as 50% of your benefit could be subject to taxes. And if your provisional income is larger than 34000 or 44000 if you're a joint filer, 
as much as 85% could possibly be taxed. So just keep in mind that there are people that get taxed in Social Security, and we can help determine if you're going to be one of those when we do your financial planning. So I, I think the uh, we don't want to bury the lead here. The bottom line is, I think a lot of people, at least I, my wife and I, both assumed that Social Security was not taxed, or they didn't tax Social Security. So we didn't, you know, we're we're not of that age yet. But I just assumed it would not be taxed since it's something we paid into. It's like a tax in and of itself. So that's almost like a double or triple tax. But you're saying it can be taxed. And uh, it's up to 85% of your Social Security uh, can be taxed then. that's that. I think a lot of people may not have known that. Yeah, and that's part of her planning. That's part of the reason why we want to build that nest egg up. We First of all, Tony, we want to find out what your magic number is, how much you need saved up in 401ks and Roth IRAs and in, in annuities and in investment accounts. What that What amount do you need? To have what? To have 80 to 100% of what you make while you're working coming in in retirement income. And so we work backwards. We find out what, what how much are you making right now? And, and um, uh, we, try to, we try to make that much or at least 80% of that. And so now I know, let's say you're making $100,000 a year. Where our goal is to make between 80 and 100 in retirement. Now I want to know, where are you? What, what have you done? How much do you have in that 401k? Let me look at your social security report. We're going to help you get that. We're going to, we're going to fill in the gap. We're going to fill in and say, okay, right now you've saved up enough to make 35,000 a year, but we, our goals, a minimum of 80. So here's what you need to do. You need to start putting more back. In, in, into retirement and here's the amount you should and here's here's where you so that's what people need to know and and hey i get it a lot of times we just ignore it we just put it out of our mind hey i i understand that but if you do that long enough you're going to wake up and be staring retirement you know in the headlights and uh you you do not want to be five years out of retirement without knowing what your number is and, and, and be working towards that goal. So the quicker you can talk to me, the better, but don't despair. Realize that, that, uh, Tony, I'm going to do it one more time. I always ask you, when's the best time to plant a tree? I uh, know 20 years ago, what would be the best time to plant a tree? Uh, the second best time would be today, yeah, right? Exactly. So if you're listening right. to me and you didn't plant a tree 20 years ago, all right, but you found me and Tony on the radio and you like what you hear, I realize that I'm going to help you. Uh, that's, that's my heart. And so I want you to call me. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be, uh, embarrassed by it. I don't, I, I, I how do we, how do we tackle? Uh, my mom taught me this, how, Mike, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And so that's what we're going to do. No matter how daunting this is and you've put it off and pushed it aside we're going to tackle it one bite at a time. And so that starts with a phone call to me, Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. And we're going to identify what you need in retirement. And we're going to help you have a plan. I will promise you, you will sleep better at night knowing you have a plan. Now you may look at it and say, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? Well, you're going to do it one bite at a time. You're, you're going to do, all you can do is all you can do. 
How do you eat an elephant? Yep, one bite at a time. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Exactly. I love it. And and so, um, you know, you need to have somebody in your corner that you know, that you like, and that you trust. And I'm telling you, if you're dealing with somebody right now and you don't feel that, you don't feel the love, you you don't think they get you, you don't think that they understand you or can relate to you, life is short. Pick up the phone and give me a call. We'll review what you're doing. We'll give you a second opinion. You may not like me, and that's okay. But if you do, then, then you know, there's a reason you're listening right now. And, and, and so... I, I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to to be with a, an advisor that's going to give you the whole picture. You know, we do much more than just looking at your asset side. I, I want to help you on your liability side. I want to know, you know, how much money's coming in, how much money's going out. I want to help you um, know what bills to tackle first and uh, and really just, just be a resource for you because my goal is, is to get you to retirement and through retirement. And that's a whole other set of skills that you need with advisor. You know, some advisors are great about getting you while you're working. They're great with 401k advice and, and that, but the world shifts. Your paradigm has to shift when you're in retirement because you no longer are accumulating wealth. You're actually in the distribution phase of wealth and it's a whole new set of skills. And, and I'm very thankful that um, me and my firm, we possess all of that because we've been there and done that. You know, Tony, 32 years now, much like you and and, uh, your career, we've been doing it a long time. And uh, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy getting up. I, I, I'm so excited today uh, about talking about this subject, as boring as taxes is. I know people, um, it gives them anxiety, the, the, just the unknown. So I'm glad we're getting to do the yeah. show. Well, for sure. And you know what we're talking about today? What is your tax plan? Right? <laughs> what is your tax plan? And so far, Michael, you've talked about Social Security, Roth IRAs, traditional 401ks and IRAs. Uh, you know, a lot of these things uh, are tax liabilities in retirement and can be a ticking tax time bomb. Uh, but so our listeners can avoid it. You're right. They need to pick up the phone, give you a call. Before we move on, what is that phone number and web address one more time? 405-760-5863. Once again, it's Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. And my uh, website is mcguirecap.com. You can type in, you could Google McGuire Capital uh, Google my name. It's, it's, it's going to show up and, uh, you can certainly check us out on that website. Um, I get tickled sometimes, Tony, a lot of radio shows, they're busy. They're going, they'll call me and hang up. What they've done is stored my number. And, uh, and I'll, I'll get calls, you know, this show airs on Saturdays. I'll get calls throughout the whole week. I'm very blessed. I've got a, 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 a loyal listener group and, and thankful for that. And I'd like to ask you also turn a friend onto this. If this is something that you think would benefit a family member or a friend, please let them know about us and the station and, and, uh, have them take a listen to us. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, now moving on, um, I think that's fantastic. Listeners take advantage of that. Now for the next issue with taxes and retirement, I realize not 
that many people have pensions anymore, but there are government employees out there and government employees get pensions. Maybe we've still got some folks who are fortunate enough to have a, a company pension plan. So uh, what about pensions? How are those taxed? You're right, Tony. You know, it's not as common as they once were, for sure. Many people, though, still include a pension in their financial strategies. When I sit down with people, uh, quite often we do see some pensions out there. So pensions are funded with pre-tax money. And that means, Tony, that the full amount of your pension is going to become taxable once you start taking withdrawals. So let me say that again. There's money in these pensions. Typically, companies are putting it in for you, and the money is uh, has never been taxed. So when you start re- uh, receiving that pension for your life, you're generally those payments, both from the government and from private pension plans, you know, f- uh, from your work, are going to be taxed at what rate? Your ordinary uh, income tax rate. So if if you haven't kicked in any after-tax um, uh, contribution to your plan, if it's what we call traditional, then that will be taxed at an ordinary rate, Tony. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to briefly touch on that. I don't think that applies to as many people, but some out there, like you say, you still see it. Oh, I it. still see it. Yeah. 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 And uh, those people are fortunate because pensions are great, but they've you know what I always say, Michael, the pension has gone the way of the pension. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't it, say Buffalo anymore because they brought the bison back. I mean, the, the bison, uh, you know, we've, we've brought them back strong. There's a lot of bison, especially up in, you know, North and hey, South Dakota. Right, so right here in good old Montana. state of Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma be, be, has bison. Beautiful yeah. bison here. Yes. Yeah. So now, now the phrase is it's gone the way of the pension. Okay. So, um, okay. Now the next topic, and this is a little bigger one. We'll probably have to spend a little more time on this one. A, a lot of people have their money tied to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, uh, to provide retirement income. What's the tax picture with the is stock market investments or if you own stock? Hey, it can be favorable, Tony. So, uh, when you sell a stock or you sell a bond or you sell a mutual fund for that matter, uh, as long as you've held it for a minimum of one year, so you've held it for longer than a year, your money is going to be taxed at what we, what they call a long-term capital gain rate. Now, Tony, that's powerful. So if you're selling one of those, uh, a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, and you have not held it a year, it's going to be taxed at ordinary income rate. But if you hold it more than a year, you could pay as little as no taxes, which is awesome. You could pay 15% or a max of 20%. So when you hold these uh, uh, these numbers up against the top ordinary income tax rate, which by the way, Tony, can go up to 37%, you're going to see that there is quite a savings for you to, to hang on to these type of investments more than a year before you sell them. So those three percentages that I mentioned that you could be taxed on a long-term capital gain are once again, zero, 15 and 20%. Now that's based on specific income ca- uh, caps that are adjusted annual- annually for inflation. So this year, uh, the zero percentage, it's going to apply for taxable income as much as $41,675 for single filers, or if you're married, as long as you don't make more than 55800 55, um, uh, for I'm sorry, for a head of household. And if you're married, as long as you don't make more than 83350 
and you sell that stock that you've held for more than a year, you're going to be subject to no um, uh, zero income tax for the long-term gain, which is a phenomenal thing. The 20% rate kicks in at $459,751 if you're single, for $488,501 if you're head of household, and if you're a joint filer, as long as you, uh, if you're making more than $517,201, then you're going to be subject to that 20% uh, rate, which is long-term capital gain rate. Wow. Okay. So uh, there, there is a lot to understand about taxes and investments. Uh, you mentioned the 20% rate there. Uh, what about the 15% rate? Well, the 15% rate applies for those with income taxes between the zero percentage and the 20% tiers. So be aware that there's also a 3.8% surtax on net investment income that is an additional to the 15 to 20% capital gains for single filers with modified adjusted gross income greater than $200,000 or $250,000 for joint filers. So 3.8% sure. additional tax is required on either the smaller of the uh, net investment income or the excess of the modified adjusted gross income. Don't worry. Sure. I'll work with your CPA. Yeah. We'll, we'll lay it out. <laughs> it gets, when we start running numbers like this, people's mind just go numb. Yeah. And mine too sometimes, guys. But yeah, yeah. Just, just know this, Tony. You got a zero racket uh, percentage rate, a, a 15 and a 20. If, if yeah. you're doing really well, you're going to be at the 20%, which is a heck of a lot lower than 37 percent which, which yeah. would could be your your maximum uh, ordinary plus income. it means you're making more money hey, you've so got the money to pay for it right th i guess there you uh, go now now what about the other end of the spectrum what about when people sell for a loss yeah I, excellent so we do things at the end of the year uh that we're going to look and see if we've got any capital gains that you're going to owe taxes on so we've sold some things and made some good profits we'll try to offset that before december 31st Typically, I try to do that uh, because it's quite simple. If you sell for a loss, the amount is going to offset the capital gain dollar for dollar. So if you had a capital gain of $10,000 and you had a loss of $13,000, you would sell that one that you had a loss for and you're, you'd be able to it'd wash out uh, the gain and you got $3,000 left over. Well, luckily, up to $3,000 can go against your ordinary income and be it can be written off. So that excess loss, in this case $3,000, it can be carried forward every year indefinitely until you can use it. So uh, use it up. So I think it, that that's powerful. Knowledge is pow powerful. So if you've got a capital gain that you are going to be subject to pay taxes on, then why wouldn't you go out and sell something for a loss if you got a loss on the books and then wipe that out as long as you wait more than 31 days before you buy that back, that position back, you, the IRS is going to let you take that, that write-off. So um, we can help you understand that strategy and it's it is knowledge is powerful. So powerful. So uh, I want you to be with somebody that understands the rules, that understands all the investments that are out there for you, and all the taxes and tax-free investments, tax-deferred investments, and also understands the the implication of capital gains. Yeah, yeah. And now um, I I think that's really useful info. But um, 
it seems as though the potential tax implications for stocks, bonds, and mutual funds are complicated enough that you really need to work with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor. And I know you work alongside tax professionals to help your clients out with this. Sounds like a prudent move to me. So uh, what about dividends, though? Yeah, you know, let's discuss dividends. Many retirees own stock, whether they directly own them or they may be held inside mutual funds that they own. As the uh, article uh, talked about, Tony, for tax purposes, dividends are paid by companies to their stockholders and they're treated as, um, well, most often they're treated as qualified. So left, less often uh, those dividends are categorized as non-qualified, but, but most of the time they're qualified. And what that means is qualified dividends are taxed at the long-term capital gains rate. So remember what we talked about? They could be no taxes, 15 or 20. 20 is the max. So you definitely have an advantage if you're receiving income from a dividend-paying stock. So I highlighted a few moments ago, uh, you know, non-qualified dividends are taxed at your ordinary income tax rate, but those dividends that, that are classified as qualified, they're at the capital gain. So often shareholders are going to have to hold uh, stock for a certain period of time in order to take the complete advantage of those capital gain rates. So I want you to know that. For example, dividends are paid on common stock, um, uh, must be held for a minimum of 60 days inside that period. That begins 60 days before and then concludes 60 days after the company announces and pays the dividend. So you need to hold it for a little bit. But that's a sh- If you're buying equities, you need to, you shouldn't be, uh, trading them. You should be an investor in them. And, uh, and that, that, that rule should not really hurt you. Well, that's great. That's useful information, Michael. And during previous shows, you've talked about people who have financial strategies that include annuities with the goal of using them to create retirement income. I think we should talk about how annuities are taxed. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love annuities in certain situations. Um, I love fixed annuities and fixed index annuities. I'm not a big fan of variable, uh, but uh, it's important to understand how annuities will be taxed. So if you purchase an annuity that provides retirement income, the percentage of the payments that reflect your principal is always going to be tax-free. So if you put money in an annuity Uh, a portion of of the checks that you're going to be pulling out of it will be considered a return of principal. So a portion of that's not going to be taxed. But uh, for example, I'll give you an example. If you purchase an annuity for $150,000 and 10 years go by and you look at your account, it's worth $225,000. Just realize that $75,000 gain that you made is going to be subject uh, to uh, earned interest or taxes, just like if you bought a CD, you know, you buy a CD, uh, the interest that you're on in there is subject to taxes. Same thing on an annuity. So you keep that in mind. A lot of people falsely think of annuities like life insurance. Now, life insurance, when you uh, receive a death benefit, that is tax-free, Tony. But annuities are treated much like a certificate of deposit, a CD, any interest that you earn on it, when, when you pull it out. Uh, in the case of annuity, that's when it's subject to taxes. So furthermore, there are different rules if you buy an annuity, um, let's say in an IRA, because IRA money, traditional IRA money, you've never paid taxes on the principal. So when you do that, then all of it's going to be subject to taxes. 
Yeah, and that's huge. Uh, obviously, uh, we want to make sure that we understand how all of our financial vehicles are taxed. And I know that fixed index annuities are such a popular retirement vehicle for a lot of the baby boomers that have been retired and uh, a a good fit for a lot of the folks you work with, as you mentioned. So um, this is all a lot. I mean, Michael, in your experience, do people tend to be surprised when they sit down with you and really begin to understand just how complex retirement taxes can be? Yes. I I just, it's not something we do day by day, you know, and think about, um, some people get it though, Tony, some people are are pretty savvy. Um, they've done their homework and then uh, a lot of people don't even think about it until sitting down with somebody like me and it opens their eyes like, Oh, you mean to tell me that that's going to be taxed? And, and, and like the statement you said about, about, um, uh, earlier about feels like it's double tax, triple. It does. I mean, it, it does, you know, you work hard your whole life and, and you pay taxes for that money that comes in and, and then, uh, you turn around and you get social security. It's been coming out of your paycheck. And then you find out that it could be subject to taxes as well. So, uh, so it just, it's just having the power, having the knowledge, understanding if you can get to me early and I can structure you some, uh, Roth, type uh, retirement plans, then we can avoid taxes altogether with those. So um, if you're listening to me and you you just want to be brought up to speed, you want to truly understand all the different ways that you're taxed in retirement, pick up the phone and give me a call at 405-760-5863. We will get you on my calendar and get you in to talk with me. All right. Sounds good. And uh, that's so important. A great show today too, Michael. We covered a lot talking about taxes in retirement, what people need to know before they get to that point. Or if you're already at that point, pick up the phone, give Michael a call, set up a consultation. Uh, I know you love to talk to people, Michael, and uh, I think it's great. Good show today, but uh, that does it. We're out of time for today's episode of the Bull and Bear Show, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. God bless everybody. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.